Hi there. Hello. Happy Thursday, Chit Chat Box. Hope Happy you Thursday. Don't have coronavirus. Woo. Yeah, that's <laughs> great. You know what's great about podcasts? What? You don't get coronavirus listening to them. It's true. In fact, if you're quarantined in your room mm. right now, if you, because you do have coronavirus, <laughs> well, you don't have <laughs> any risk of getting any more of you? it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This isn't what I want to talk about this episode. Oh, what do you want to talk about, Nate? We're, we're going to get deep here. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay. Good thing I'm two glasses of wine in. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I have been exhibiting a lack of motivation in my day today. <laughs> no passion and... for my work. And no motivation for my work. I had such a hard time like going to work today. And this is unique. How? <laughs> because you mean like unique how? Like unique in general, yeah. like unique to my life. This is something this is something people experience every day. Isn't that sad? <laughs> Why? I don't experience this every day. I, I have recently. What? I experienced this when I feel bad or when I'm down in the dumps or I'm not taking care of myself or I don't get enough sleep. Then when I try oh. to do something that I'm quote-unquote paid to do, I just yeah. don't have the motivation or the passion to do it. Wait, what are you feeling lethargy toward? Lethargy toward? Some, yeah, lethargy some, is Some personal like conflicts. Or maybe it's a lethargy. That know. occur at work, as is the nature of my job, whether I want it to be or not. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, yes. There's some drama. Would you like to share? No, but there's always drama. <laughs> there's a lot of crazy drama in Nate's workplace. <laughs> it's so stupid. Basically... <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> it's so dumb. Basically, person one is having a temper tantrum over something Nate can't control. Mm. So person one goes to person two and makes some insane accusations about Nate. Uh, Mm. Person two takes that to Nate's boss. This is person three. Person three takes that to Nate, and, and the verdict is Nate is innocent of... The accusations, but still, it's it was a whole kerfluffle, and also this person one is trying to undermine Nate in totality and trying to get him fired, and it's crazy. <laughs> okay, let's debrief this. Let's just call it for what it is. I was called racist, <laughs> 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 and um, because person one is a minority role, they are African American or black. He, specifically. He, yeah, we're we're painting a picture here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't work work together. We have an interaction at my workplace where we do work together, but we're not colleagues. He technically reports to you, right? Well, you have kind your, of yeah. Mm, he's one of your customers, quote unquote. So my pizzeria was mm-hmm. putting on a banquet with mm-hmm. one of my employee groups. So this person isn't a, a, an employee, but he's a member of the group that volunteers at this banquet. And so hand in hand, we are working together uh, because he's hosting this banquet at my pizzeria. Um, 
We went to reserve a time. <laughs> Actually, this has been a couple things that has been leading up to this. We, we keep trying to reserve times or figure out things um, to get this banquet together. And just due to logistical errors, like some other people making reservations ahead of us, um, so it's booking the dates before us, so it's just not possible to do it on the date he wanted to do it. Um, or uh, just going through all the processes of approving a banquet or an event in my pizzeria, uh, as anyone has to do at my pizzeria training. <laughs> um, uh, he's interpreting as if, I am uh, making him do all these extra processes that are personal to him. Um, and so he, he's taking it as if I'm treating him differently uh, compared to other members in this group. Um, this is a very, very young group. Um, and so um, I am on average seven years older than people in this group. Mm -hmm. And so... Uh, yeah, so that's been on my mind recently, and um, it's it's strange because um, I know like I'm just doing my job. He got upset and um, he started talking to other people behind my back, um, claiming I'm racist. I'm treating him unfairly or differently compared to other uh, members in the group. Um, mm. And let's also just clear the air, like. I I will vouch for Nate. He's not racist. <laughs> oh, thank you. Wow. Yeah, I guess I should I should condemn all discrimination of any forms. I that is bad. I'm against it. Uh I want to create inclusive spaces for all. Um and I I want to um be a, a good person to all human beings uh mm -hmm. on this planet. Nate is a social justice warrior, everyone. At times it doesn't seem like it. <laughs> it really, really freaking doesn't. But no, because swear to God, he's on your side. I, I just have a very different perspective than most other people, so I often play devil's advocate when making sure that these movements... Um, your different perspective is called privilege? No, my different perspective <laughs> is called making sure the product we have is not hypocritical. <laughs> <clears throat> privilege <clears throat> whatever <laughs> continue um, Nate is not racist is the point I'm trying to make anyway continue right right um and he's a young kid and so this is possibly the first time he's ever had to do something similar to this of like going through these processes of planning an event um I would agree the system or the process is very clunky uh but that's just how bureaucracies work um mm -hmm. I yearly at my pizzeria uh, make uh, a list for ways we can upgrade our processes and pizzeria operations um, to help improve these processes and make them easier to do the things that we do. For example, do banquets and events at my pizzeria. Um, and so, like, I recognize that as well. And so maybe this is not only his first time looking at this process, but then also associating this um, with me um mm -hmm. and just because he is young and upset by this process oftentimes he gets upset uh, when he gets in these upset states doesn't want to listen to me uh but instead will just um 
you know, vent and yell. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, from an outside perspective, too, knowing what I know about this kid is um, he he will do anything to throw the blame on anyone but himself. Right. So he's definitely playing a the kid who cried wolf you sure. know, card. Um, I mean, I got to give Also just has, like, him, anger issues. Right. Like, he's, he's got other things so going on in life. And all so over the he's, place. he's projecting a lot, you know? Oh, and so, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's tricky because, like, I had to empathize with where he's coming from. Um, because not only that, like, it's also my role to do so. It's my role to support this group uh, that does these volunteer banquet things at my pizzeria, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and oftentimes, just because I'm older than everyone else and this is a younger group, they, they look up to me, so I also have to be their support. i got to be their mentor. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, it's difficult when the person that you had to support, um, I would say at this point, thinks you're a terrible person. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> which I'm not. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But like... And yeah, and also further into the story, like Nate has sat down with his kid and like... Oh, multiple times. Has definitely yeah. played like the parental role saying like, right. hey, if you did this in a job, you'd be fired, bud. Or like, hey, this is inappropriate well, behavior. That's... X, Y, Z. That's the only disciplinary, you know, conversation we even ever had coming close to it was just, you know, just... And I, I told him very, very nicely. I said, look, kid, um, not like in that tone. I said, look, um, just like from one human being to another human being, um, this kind of stuff happens all the time in work. Uh, there will be challenges. There will be adversities where um, you make a plan something out of your control happens, and so then you have to make a new plan and move forward. Um, and so mm-hmm. uh, I and told then him, Nate backhand slaps him, no, pulls I, him I, to I the ground, him, you know, and starts punching him in the face. No, you gotta have, have a backup to plan, buddy. You gotta have a backup. <laughs> I told him, um, and like in life, like in a workplace environment, that's just the expectation, you know. Uh, and I told him, like, if you ever do this. Um, to simply put it, you know, like in a workplace professional environment, um, literally throw, you know, um, these uh, these fits or whatnot. <laughs> I don't like that's mm-hmm. going to end up getting you in trouble, you know. Um, mm-hmm. He hasn't gotten in trouble for any of this yet. And this has happened, I think, three or four times. I wasn't there the last time or two, but it's still coming back in my direction for some reason. Um, mm. just because there's already been like a built association and granted, I think there's other things going on, um, in this person's life. And so, um, you know, yeah. like I'm not, I'm not focused on the injustice, um, or the imbalance of like how we're treating each other here or whatnot. Um, because like, once again, it's, it's, it's a tough situation because I'm in the role where I need to support him and he's in the perspective where I'm the one holding him back. Um, mm. And uh, it's it's it was very difficult the most recent couple times we've talked to try to conversate with him and let him know, uh, no, this is just the process. It's been the same process since day one. Um, you know, it's it's clunky. This is just how it works. Uh, this mm-hmm. is my perspective from it. I agree with you. It is also clunky. Unfortunately, this is just, you know, the things that have to happen for formality's sake, you know. Um, yeah. 
I think, well, first of all, Nate, obviously other people's actions reflect on them, not on you. So I just hope you feel no, sure. fine and dandy about well, how you're is, handling. Because you wouldn't, <laughs> you wouldn't be, yeah, it is part two. This kid has a trail of drama behind him. But uh, long story short, uh, just... It it doesn't reflect on you because you would be treating him the same regardless because right. you are structured and you like rules and you like putting things in boxes and that's how you behave in these boxes. So when you're when you're in your work box, you are work person. Um, this kid though, I guess I'm like more interested in like his psychology. You obviously mm-hmm. you studied a lot more psychology mm-hmm. sociology than I did. Right. So. How does one become this type of person? Because I grew up in a pretty difficult household, low socioeconomic mm. income, like filed right. for bankruptcy. Um, and I turned out all right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I think, like, obviously my mentality was survival and long-term right. goals. Um, but, like, why why do people kind of devolve and go into this childish behavior? Like, right. what keeps them from developing? What, like, what goes into that? All right. So, um, of what I know, he had a very bad childhood um, and has felt his entire life that he's never been respected before as a peer, you know, uh, throughout the rest of his, you know, group per se, and um, that was one of the large reasons why he chose to join this volunteer group to begin with, because he wanted a purpose, he wanted a role, um, he wanted to become a leader, he wanted to become someone who is quote-unquote respected. Now, I think from like a masculinity, you know, point of view or whatnot, um, it's it's interesting because he's operating in a way that he wants it for himself, um, to be respected for himself, Um as I've learned. Um, and so like the way he's been leading this group, rather than asking the group, what kinds of events or banquets do you want to host or do, uh, he's been deciding for himself, we're going to do this and this and this, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, which mm-hmm. is, which is no good for the rest of the group because it's called a dictatorship. <laughs> yeah. The rest of the group doesn't have an input anymore. Um, right. and so, and it used to be a democracy, I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, and so a part of this though, too, what's difficult is that, uh, I don't think he's aware of the impact, uh, that he's having on the rest of the group by making executive decisions like that without asking for input from the rest of the group, if they're interested or if that's something that they would like to do, you know? Um, and so that's, that's playing out a dynamic right now. Um, and also his own just personal story, um, he wants to be a leader so he can be respected. He doesn't want to be a leader so he can do good or whatnot. <laughs> Sounds like right. there's an insecurity there that is fueling him or driving him um, rather than like a positive end goal. And, and not to say that like him earning respect isn't something to achieve or whatnot, but I do think it's done in a certain way. And I think he's just still learning what that leadership or um, what that, um, yeah. Good mentorship like looks into like. His boots. Yeah. Right. Sounds like he hasn't had any sort of. Is he the youngest child in the family? Or I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Single child. Um, hmm. Now another thing. Uh, Sounds like he's just never had responsibility before. Well, yeah. Like, well, that's a, that's a big thing. He comes from, from my understanding, a single mother household, um, and so the lack of the father 
generally speaking, if you want to follow, you know, the American stereotypical that the father in a heteronormative family relationship is usually the disciplinary person, the one who um, keeps, quote-unquote, people in shape um, or in line, you know. Um, um, and so I think, like, that reflects a lot. Um, I don't know if he's ever been held accountable um, leading up to this point for some of his behaviors or actions. And for that reason, now that there's a system that requires um, we do this, you know, we have to uh, get the event approved. We have to um, get the money approved. We have to do this and this and this um, before we time. can do the event itself. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when we got to the point where we got those first things approved, then we were able to, um, you know, actually pick the date for the banquet or schedule it or make that reservation. It was already reserved by another group, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And so um, maybe in, in his life that could have been, you know, the first time um, when he was responsible or quote unquote, like a leader of a group that like he hit that before. And so just didn't know how to deal with that. Didn't know how to cope with that. Um, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Um, yeah. It sounds like he's almost holding on tighter than he right. should as a way to kind of control quote unquote, the situation or be quote unquote, a good leader. And so a part but of this he too, doesn't realize that like the right. harder you hold, <laughs> the, right. the less people want to, be involved and the less people want to work with you and the less respect right. you actually get it's 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 interesting because um i know this is like incredibly important to him uh just because he doesn't have much else going for him at the moment um mm-hmm. oh this is another aspect too um he's coming off of substance use he's trying to um quit. substance abuse or substance, substance use? use he's trying to quit okay. weed right now um and so he, you say that with such distaste in your mouth he's he's trying to learn how to cope with that and deal with stress without his typical way of doing that anymore and so there's like so you many dynamics cbd to him what? it's supposed to have the same calming effects but it's legal also weed is legal in michigan not for under the age of 21 oh yeah it still follows the same alcohol laws in that sense gotcha yeah so, yeah, and it's like, so I, I understand there's a lot going on um, in his life, and so, like, I'm, I'm doing my best to empathize with all that. Granted, I can't change the rules for anybody. This is just how it works. Um, and so his frustrations, uh, from my understanding, he's also associating with me because I'm the one enforcing said processes and rules and mm-hmm. also the one responsible for finalizing, you know, budget budget approvals and uh, reservation approvals and that kind of thing. And, like, this is not even a part of my job. Like, I do this to help this group, you know, voluntarily, um, mm-hmm. whereas I don't know if he understands that or not either. And so it's... It's it's been. Have you ever expressed that to him? No. So my yeah. supervisor, um, who knows I do this voluntarily to help out this youth group or younger group, um, he's he's actually gonna he plans Disband on scrapping it, it next year um, because yeah. I'm not gonna be here next year at my pizzeria, um, and so he just doesn't want to deal with all the drama uh, because if I'm not here, then he's gonna be the one who has to deal with the drama and. He doesn't want to. It's not worth it to him. 
um, which is also unfortunate, you know. So Can we reveal why you're not going to be there? What's that? Can we reveal why you're not going to be there? Oh, because next I'm moving year? to New York with you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah. Did you hear that, mom? <laughs> Someone can love me. <laughs> kidding, kidding. So, um, so that's that's kind of like part two of all this, and like I, I, it's it's a hard thing to balance because here I am in a authoritative position as a white straight male, um, and like here he is as a, a young black male, you know, in America and. It's, uh, he's getting mad at me because things aren't working out the way he wants them to work out. And it's, you know, it's, it's tough. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of miscommunication between us two. And like, I know Mm -hmm. I recognize that as something that I can probably do more effort on and help him out. Um, his phone has been broken the past three weeks. And so, um, he's been kind of like the last one in the group to hear about things. Yeah. Well, I've been using emails. I've been using oh, emails, email. you know. Um, so you've been fine. You've been communicating. I think you know yeah. my feelings on this. Like, I, to be completely honest, um, like, Nate has been given his heart and soul to this kid. Like, I, he was messaging me about, like, previous temper tantrums, and I was like, uh, that would literally never happen on my watch. Like, absolutely mm. not. He would have received one warning, and if he had stepped over his line, I would have followed through on my warning and been mm. like, listen... This behavior is completely inappropriate. Right. I gave you a shot, and you betrayed my trust, and you, you know, obviously can't be trusted in this right. kind of role. I'm going to have to strip you of your privileges right. with X, Y, Z, and, like, that's that. Sucks to suck. But, like, honestly, uh, okay, so I've, like, worked with kids for a long time. Sure. I've never worked in the food industry. I've never worked sure. in retail. I've only been a teacher, and... Mm. Like, obviously, you have to show kids that you care. Right. And you've been showing him so much that you care. It's just he can't respect it because he also doesn't have that disciplinary figure in his life. Like, sometimes you really... (laughs) There's a study, actually. I don't Mm. remember the article. I don't remember when I read it, and I don't know... (laughs) I have no idea. (laughs) There's a study. It exists, but I don't know anything about it. (laughs) (laughs) It's out there somewhere. But it did say that um, parents who are hot and cold to their kids are more respected, more well-liked and have closer relationships yeah. to their children than parents who are always strict or parents who are always nice. Mm. Um, and I think it's just the variability in right. that role that they can look right. up to because they can see so many different sides. They can see right. your humanity. And so as, as a, as a coach, as a teacher, as an instructor, I also found the same exact thing. Like, there were there were times that I had to walk in and be extremely strict, despite wanting to be, you know, the fun, sure. happy-go-lucky. Because that's my personality. Like, right. can you imagine me walking into a room with kids right. and just being like, absolutely not. This behavior will not be tolerated. Everyone right. sit down right now. Right. We're going to have a discussion. Like, And that's even the voice that I have to use, you know. Um, right. But how else am I going to get their attention or how else am I going to maintain the respect mm. unless I follow through on my, my warnings. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. What is it? Um, give the carrot and you lose the, I don't know. There's some weird phrase <laughs> right, right. that I super butchered, but yeah, I just feel like 
Nate, it's not your fault. Don't take any of this personally. He's a young buck. He's going to figure it out. No, yeah, it's sure. It's just not his time yet. He needs to kind of... He needs to... As as on The Bachelor finale this last weekend, quote-unquote Barb Weber, mm. he needs to fail to succeed. Oh, wow. Oh! Wow. All my Bachelor fans will know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it was Mad Savage. Right. <laughs> um... Yeah, also, it's, DM it's, us and tell me you want Nate to watch The Bachelorette oh, next in this coming season. Um, I think it would be good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's 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 a tricky situation because obviously, like, when anyone yells at you, whether it's quote-unquote your fault or not, um, it still makes you feel like crap. And, like, I know um, I'm, I'm a very, very deep feeler type of person. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, for that reason, like, I am more hypersensitive to emotional outbursts, um, both good and bad ways, you know. Uh, but generally speaking, I usually keep a very cool, calm, collected, reserved um, attitude or personality, almost, like, as a self-defense mechanism, uh, just so, like, I don't become emotionally invested because it's when I do start caring is that that's when it starts hurting, you know, or, mm. you know, me taking on the extra burden, that kind of thing. Mm. Um and so, you know, like I, I, I <laughs> it's ironic because like after going through all of U of M, all of housing, all of the social justice education and that kind of thing, I like what I struggle with is like I'm the white male in the privileged and power role of this relationship between me and this individual. Um, and so like if anyone's going to make a difference or anyone's going to make a big impact or whatnot, um, it's probably going to be based on me and my actions, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> I don't want to just like, okay, so like what do I do then? Just like disband the group now, even though it's going to be disbanded next year um, already. So like why not just pull the plug now? Like if this is how it's going to treat me and like my philosophy on it or whatnot is that like I'm also the one responsible for creating a positive impact, but then also creating um, or restructuring or, um, you know, creating a supportive um, relationship between this person and my, uh, and myself, you know, and like, Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's so strange too, because there was a statement made by him that like, I treat him differently compared to other people in this group, but like I've only known him for like the past maybe 30 days now. And I've known these other people in the group since last year as I was still running my pizzeria and they were running that group, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, you're bound to know people more and better and have a better relationship the more time you spend with them. And like, I was really excited for him to join the group and I was really excited for him to start taking this leadership position. Um, and it's turning south because in his perspective, Oh, I get it now. I just made this click. He's not getting the respect. That's what it is. And my relationship with him or the lack of relationship or lack of connection with him so far, he takes as disrespect and that's what he wants. He, Oh my God, he just said this blanket statement. Wow. Okay, I'm making relevations now. He doesn't feel respected. Uh Uh-huh. And because I'm not treating him like he's a good pal of mine that I've known for a year and a half, he feels disrespected, I'm assuming. And then when all these other extra obstacles are occurring uh, that's preventing him from being able to put on the banquet the way he wants to put it on, that adds on to the feeling of him not feeling respected. Wow. Okay. Boom. Little therapy session there. I just learned I feel something like you can today. Move forward more 
confidently approaching this relationship. Well, it's interesting because, like, I'm the one who's responsible for not only supporting him and mentoring him, but, like, I also now have to put in the extra effort to prove to him that I care and I want to help out as much as possible. <laughs> um, mm, no, I don't think so. No? I think, honestly, you just need to communicate with him. Like, I think, especially... Especially because the only times I feel like you guys have really spoken heart to heart was when he was pissed off and he was yelling and having his temper tantrum hissy fit. You need to sit him down at a follow up when both of you are calm, cool, collected. He does do the follow up. So this is how it works. He does the hissy fit. He, He yells. I try to explain myself. He doesn't like my answers. He runs away. Maybe like an hour, 90 minutes later, whatnot. I call him back in sit him down and we talk and I explain to him this is the process, this is why it didn't work here's alternatives for moving forward what can I do to help um, and like we've done this like three times now um, and it's like the same pattern every single time and is and there a compromise, does he like, instead I mean, of yeah, saying what just, can I do to help like, we just keep what moving can we do forward. to fix this um, the language that and also like, I think you need to sit him down and tell him like, listen I'm volunteering my time. I'm volunteering my energy. I'm volunteering um, my mentorship. Mm -hmm. And fact of the matter is, I've been used and abused. Mm -hmm. You've you've broken XYZ. You've treated me this and that way. Mm -hmm. Um, With all due respect, like, I might treat you differently because I am avoiding you. Because mm-hmm. you are behaving in this way. And right. honestly, I'm at a point where I'm on the verge of completely disbanding this group. This group, yeah. I mean, like, um, and then... Uh, and then, obviously, but then like... it doesn't help he's gonna the have relationship. Right, because he will have oh, his reaction. Do you want to have a relationship with this kid? Oh, he's disbanding this group. Or do you want to have a positive impact? Because he's racist, <laughs> you know? I, I do want to have a positive impact, but I also want to have a positive exactly. impact on him. <laughs> exactly. And having a positive impact doesn't mean he's going to like you as much as that sucks. Oh, you mean like I have to discipline him so he can learn a lesson moving forward in life. Exactly. Uh, like sometimes you just have to serve as a cog. <laughs> so in sometimes the I'm going to. So, uh, what's really tough about this, too, you know, is that like the only way that he will interpret that is that I am continually mean or continually unfair to him. Um, Sucks to suck, Which then kid. perpetuates his idea that I'm racist towards him. Sucks to suck. <laughs> but, like, I I'm get sorry, it, though. Nate. I get it, though. And, like, sometimes I, like, question myself, though, too. Like, am I, like, am I not doing him a good service by allowing him to walk over me and throw these temper tantrums, you know? And in some cases, like... Yeah, I, I know, like, straight across the board. Yeah, like, the more I let him th- get away with these tenter- temper tantrums, the more normalized it becomes, and mm-hmm. he's just going to hit life that much harder when, you know, karma comes back oh, and bites yeah. him. Oh, yeah, and know? then as soon as he does get a job, guess who else is going to be racist? His boss. His colleague yeah. doesn't get along with him. Jeez. Um, and it's, I, I think co-workers. it's, like, it's, it's, it's tough in my position, too, uh, because, well, okay, so here's the thing. I don't want to make it about myself, right? Um but it's about you. <laughs> because I'm the one who has, like, it's, it's like as a human to human interaction, I'm the one who has to deal with all the baggage um, when he throws these temper tantrums. And I think about them a lot. I think about them like 
when I was, um, when we just visited each other, uh, when I was over there in New York, you know, like it was nice to just relax and not have to think about stuff, not have to worry, not have to, um, you know, be responsible or be on call for anything at my pizzeria. And coming back, I was thinking, hmm, I wonder how the group is doing. Hmm. I wonder how this person is doing if anything happened while I was gone, you know? And sure enough, something did. And this is why it's been leading to this point of him going to my supervisor and trying to get me fired, <laughs> you know? And it's just like, yeah. which I think my hands fine. are tied, I think, in one yeah. aspect. So, yeah, I think it's fine that you think about it. Obviously, that's a natural inclination you're only human you're gonna think about the things that you spend time on um and also just showcases that again you do care you want the best for not just this kid but the the group as a whole right but um obviously the group is being disbanded next year Mm -hmm. um it hasn't been serving a positive impact you've told me that the other kids in the group are not having a plot like a positive experience so it's not serving the whole purpose that it was intended to serve in the first place because you're trying to cater towards this kid who we both have previously established is not in it for the right Right. reasons and is walking all over you and is crying wolf and of course like these and, and also just to clear the air like these situations do happen like obviously there are still racist people running rampant all over the world and no yeah but in this situation unfortunately it is a a, a, the boy who cried wolf situation so i think you just need to put your foot down and i'm sorry nate you're a great guy a lot a lot of people really like you but in a excuse me in a position of power you're going to have haters. There's yeah. just no way around it. And you can kind of like sit back on that and reflect and mourn it for a little bit. But I hope it also builds you up and helps you realize that overall you're going to make a net positive. Because um, not not only are you going to serve as a cog in his machine, and it's really like nothing more will propel him forward than being that disciplinary figure that he never even had when he was growing up. Right. In a heteronormative quote unquote family right. would um would have hopefully provided him right you know um and then also you're going to serve as a positive influence to the other people in the group as well you just i i'm sorry you got, you're in a position of power and you have to make the hard decisions so when things are good everything is going to be high praise but when things are bad all of it's going to fall yeah. on you right you know? yeah sorry bud no, it's interesting. No, no, I, I, I get that. It's like, it's really like, I have no reason to complain because it's really all dependent on my own actions and my own choices here. Yeah. So. And then, yeah, and like maybe a little piece of hope for you. The kids that I was most hot and cold toward and the toughest on were usually ended up being the kids who loved me the most. Mm-hmm. Because number one, I was giving them the attention that they also craved Mm -hmm. i wasn't letting them walk all over me so they had no choice like you can hate me but you have to respect me sorry not sorry right um so you serve as that and then also like i feel really bad (laughs) like (laughs) i feel bad saying this but like after you kind of break them down you can build them back up stronger better smarter you know like 
once they're at their low point, like I've talked to so many kids who have had temper tantrums because they couldn't like, I don't know, like (laughs) stand up when everyone else was standing up, you know, like super, super small things that you would never know um, unless you really spoke to them and you just have to empower them and be like, uh, listen, like, why are you upset? First of all, you have to get that. And I'm not a mind reader. You got to talk through. And then finally they'll rule I'm upset because my mom's going to hear about it. Okay, why are you upset because your mom's right. going to hear about it? Because she's going to take my video games away. Okay. Right, so right. So you like video games, then you build that rapport. You talk about, I love video games too, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so we want to make sure in the future that you get to play video games, right? That's the goal, mm. buddy. Mm. That's our... Okay, right. awesome. So that means that mom has to be happy with us. Hmm. All right. So how do we make mom happy with us? With... Oh, man. You know? No, like, you I, just gotta I get what you're saying. Reverse I get what you're saying. 100%, that whole right. thing. And then, like, oh, wow. Okay, so mom really likes it when you get good grades. Awesome. How do we get good grades? Like, you just gotta break right. it down. And so then just, these kids. I got kids, a quick question like, for you, though. Yeah, who hated I, 100%, me. 100%. I do validate this and all this. Wanted right? to stand right next to right. me. Yeah. How, how old are these oh, kids? They, they were, like, so young, Nate. How old? <laughs> I'm just curious. The ones with the the ones you can make the biggest impact on, or l- w- rather, the ones that you have to put the most effort into, are going to be the younger ones. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if they're older and you can like, like talk are they to like them six, and they understand seven? how like <laughs> yeah yeah mine's Dude, mine's like ages. eighteen I've talked, or nineteen. I've, <laughs> no, no, no. I've worked with college students before. I've worked with adults. I've taught adult classes. My God, well, it's that's, the same that's... thing. It's just one is like really basic and the other you can finish pretty quickly but it's still the same process you have to figure out where their like issue is and then reverse engineer through it right yeah not to impose my this is right and this is wrong but just in my experience yeah I'll have more to think about. Yeah, it's, it's just been a tough situation all around with yeah. it because I've I've never seen someone blow up like that, like against me. Like usually, like I can talk to people, right? And um, mm-hmm. it was just it was just very strange because it was so out of my control, um, and it had such a, like an emotional impact on myself as well. And I'm sure, obviously, it had an emotional impact on him too. Um, obviously, granted. You know, mm-hmm. uh, otherwise this wouldn't be so fueled. Um, right. And uh, it's just like we just have very different communication styles, um, and I think a lot of this has all been miscommunications and assumptions of actions. Um, and so, like um, when we had to change the banquet date. Um, there was an assumption made that like I was purposely like canceling the original date, you know, or that kind of thing. It was just like, no, like I emailed all of this, you know, like I let you know it was already booked, but here are the alternatives. Let's decide a date. I'll put down the reservation, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and like in time after the blow up, when we do sit down, it makes sense. And then he always, you know, he'll say, yeah, I'm just bad at communication, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, yeah, I mean, like, that's that's why we're talking now, you know? Like, that's a point, that's a teaching moment. Like, that's not an excuse, bud. Right. Like, what else he got? Because that's not going to fly. (laughs) a large part of it is, though, too, um, and maybe this is shame on my part, I'm just getting so apathetic 
with the tail end of my pizzeria career here <laughs> that I just don't care anymore, you know. You did start this episode saying <laughs> that I'm losing my motivation, motivation and all that. Right, yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I completely agree. I just don't know if I'm willing to go a couple more rounds in my boxing ring where my hands are tied by my back and I got to dodge punches left and right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just like... Uh, don't even let him swing. Right. Like, <laughs> take away his gloves. Like, I'm, like he shouldn't have gloves in the first place. You know what I'm saying? Right. Stupid kids. <laughs> Seriously, though. It's just like... Uh, and you know what the, the funny thing is, too? Mm-hmm. I had a very similar situation with someone I do have a better relationship with in that group. Uh, he did a very similar screw-up. And, like, I was much angrier with him, much more stern with him. Because, like, I really, oh, this is terrible now. Um, And I recognize it's because I have a better relationship with this person. I'm more invested in helping this person. And for that reason, I cared about disciplining this person. This Mm. new person who's yelling at me. um, You don't care about his development? It's not that I don't care about his development. We just don't have as much of a relationship or anything, you know. Like I'm, I'm, we're still building that relationship, um, mm. and like still earning each other's respect, and it just hasn't happened yet. And like it's not mm-hmm. that I don't treat people without respect or whatnot. I treat everyone with respect uh, to begin with. I just don't have the same emotional investment simply because I, I haven't been able to connect this person mm-hmm. as much as I had with um, other person mm-hmm. is this like yeah. oh man i'm just like i feel like my social justice training i understand this is bad parenting and everything i've been not doing so far in terms of disciplinary action i feel like mm-hmm. my all my social justice training as a white person has only made me more sensitive to race relations and for that reason um makes me more sensitive to diving into disciplinary action against minority identities mm. Well, I also think, um, so Nate, like, I'm your first, like, serious long-term girlfriend, right? If that's what you want to call yourself. Excuse yourself, I'm just kidding. sir. <laughs> yes, you are. I am the best thing that ever happened to you. <laughs> Don't you forget it. Um, but also, like, take into account that that's um, so many other opportunities that you could have been yelled at. Because you, <laughs> you, you actively avoided having relationships, right? What's that? What do you mean? Like, um, like having girlfriends. You avoided those. I mean, like, I had commitment issues, but I don't think it was out of issues. fear of yeah. conflict or anything like that. But it was also, it's a vulnerable thing, right? Because sure. you got bullied. Sure. Yep. So you were afraid of being vulnerable. You were afraid of getting bullied, which is also a subset of mm-hmm. um, conflict. Right. Right? So you're avoiding conflict at the, at the baseline yes. of of all of it and so like when you say like no one's ever like yelled at you like that before like (laughs) i just chuckle because (laughs) because i have a whole trail of heartbreak right heartbroken men that i've like left behind and um all of them have reacted emotionally differently i've you know lived a difficult childhood like screaming right has been like normalized in my life so it doesn't like phase me as much but for you it's like something that's really you know scary and kind of new and different and and also you know you being an introvert you're also going to be much more sensitive to that kind of thing you're prone to thinking 
Um, so yeah, of course this is you're gonna treat this situation differently because person one that you you know mm -hmm. care about and had to discipline didn't treat you that way. This is a normal relationship right. that you two have, and he. Oh, here's up. such a big difference, and then though. You had to person move one, person two, just took full ownership of it, like a champion. Like exactly. it was, it was so great, and like we were able to decide, you know, that wasn't acceptable. He said, I agree, 100%, you know, take ownership of it. I did X, Y, and Z. It was stupid. I made a mistake. I'll never do it again. That was it. And, like, that's awesome. Person two. Exactly. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yep. And person two is, like, excuse number oh one, excuse God. number two, not taking ownership, number three. Yeah. yeah. And so I don't think you've ever had to deal with that <laughs> yeah. as 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 great as that is. It's also... You know, it hasn't prepared you. <laughs> I did, because we kicked people out of the group last year, but then it gave my pizzeria poor ratings. <laughs> people stopped going to my pizzeria. People stopped supporting my business because I was kicking really, really, really bad people out of my group. And that was white to white, like like other white straight men in that group that I was mentoring. Like they just could not shape up, so we just kicked them out. <laughs> Yeah. No, again no one's saying you're racist it's okay oh my god and then <laughs> you're like, not racist it's it's difficult because my pizzeria is responsible for creating a good customer service um all around rating and experience for my overall customers but then also people in my volunteer group but then when you discipline people and then they blow up like that then your ratings go down and your overall franchise owner is breathing down your neck saying, why are people complaining about the pizzeria? <laughs> and it's just like, because I'm trying to make them better. <laughs> and if I don't want that to happen, then I just let them blow up. And then I think about things all weekend and I let them just grow inside me. And I shouldn't do that. Oh my God. <laughs> because I'm being a pansy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm glad you said it for both of us. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> You're welcome. This is why um, I think I would win in a fist fight. I think it all depends on the context, you know? <laughs> like, this world has been so strange. Like, when I worked in security in the past, I was killing mm -hmm. it at security because I just zero emotions. It was, you objectively did this, you had to be kicked out of the stadium. You pass your card through the fence, you're kicked out of the stadium, you know? And, like, I didn't for care people if people who don't were upset. Know, Nate did security for uh, oh, University man. of Michigan. And, like, I would always games. treat them with respect. And if they blew up back, then it just gave me more reason to kick them out, you know? And mm -hmm. it was, like, that. E it was that easy. I didn't have to take it. I could actually do something about it. And, like, in this case, if I do something about it, like, they go off and complain to... Other people who work on my level in my pizzeria, and it comes back, you know, rumoring that I'm a bad person, and I'm not. They're just people not taking ownership, not taking responsibility, <laughs> and just blaming it on other things, including myself. And it's just like, it's just weird because there's pushback in this role, whereas in security, even if there is pushback, it doesn't matter. It's my job. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You told me, okay, more importantly, back to me. Yeah. <laughs> you told me once in a security role, if I, if you caught me doing something, 
You'd let me get away. Does this does that still stand? No, it doesn't. <laughs> when did I tell you this? We have to break up. <laughs> I think I told you this jokingly. <laughs> you told me you would give me ten seconds to run. Oh yeah, and then I'd still catch you after ten seconds. <laughs> ten seconds is all I need, Nate. <laughs> I don't know, Paul. Don't underestimate me. <laughs> A little rat <Jeez>. person. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. So anyways, as we're talking in vague terms, I will be able to talk more about this after my employment is done. Um, in August. Yeah. Man, will them? I have lots of stories. We should just make that into a segment. <laughs> we should add on a um, Friday stories with Nate. Yeah. <laughs> Friday night stories with Nate. <sighs> Man. Um, I was going to say something. Mm. I totally forgot. Mm. what it was oh do we want to tell them that you're moving well yeah you're moving in with me we you're already said for that me. didn't we it's about me yeah <laughs> <laughs> me trying to be a part of this conversation you're special <laughs> everyone is special that's why everyone thinks Everyone the treats problem. them differently. Everyone thinks they're special. Everyone thinks they're unique to the situation. And the good thing is that you are special. No, but no one's only, special. Everyone's but, ordinary. No, everyone is special, but you're only special to the people that you're special to, if that mm. makes sense. So yeah. that's why it's important to be who you are, because you'll attract the right people to mm. you. All right. Well, this has been quite the episode. What are we doing next week? We're doing the challenge. Oh, shoot. oh my gosh, yes. We didn't say on the other episode, but the challenge is to look at four images and then draw those four pictures blindfolded. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to recreate them. Yeah. And then uh, the week after that, we got another book club, right? Yeah. You know what? I'm going to change it to two pictures. And you have to send me a photo of the first two pictures so I can do a compare and contrast. Why can't we do four? I just want two. Why do you want two? Because I don't know how to fit four before and after photos in one Instagram post. <laughs> you just download Photor. <laughs> no, And Nate. you just do really, really big collage. No, Nate. Or you do multiple photos. I'm putting my foot down and I'm saying no. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so two images. That's less work. You should be happy about this. Let's let's check in on this story. Let's see how this turns out. What story? Towards the end of my employment, the one we just talked about. Oh yeah. We'll we'll see what happens. Everyone can place mm-hmm. their wagers now. Does. Nate put Does his Nate foot down. Does Nate get fired because he's racist? Does Nate get fired because he's racist? <laughs> Does Nate, you know, continue, Does Nate continue to just to let be this guy walk doing all over nothing? Him and be apathetic? Yeah. We'll see. My bet is that you put your foot down. Does Nate throw his own hissy fit? <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like it won't happen, but I kind of want that one to happen. Hmm. I'm trying to go out on a good note. Yeah, it won't happen. That's another um, thing, too. Yeah. It won't happen. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> exactly. 
I don't think Bitch. you. I don't think. <laughs> what up, pussy? Yeah. I don't think you've ever had a hissy fit that I've known of. Hmm. What's like the most hissy fitty you've been? I was you? raised in a household where there's a couple rules that apply in life. Number one, don't say it's not fair because life isn't fair for anybody. Number two, don't make excuses. <laughs> and number three, never say, I told you so. <laughs> number one, life isn't fair because that's just it. Don't expect life to be fair. And if it's not fair to you, don't throw a hissy fit. Move on. Do the best you can do. Number two, um, uh, don't make excuses. Yeah, don't make excuses. Like, Ownership. Own up to the things that you do. If it fails, it fails. Own it. If it works, it works. Also own it, you know? If it does, mm. like, if you're just being a procrastinator and you don't have motivation in the day to get things done and hit deadlines, own it, you know? Don't make excuses. Number three, never say I told you so. Never be elitist. Never um, be snobby, you know? You are never... so elitist. <laughs> What's that? You're so elitist. <sighs> I think overall, I follow the first two rules more than other people, which leads to my elitism, sure. But oh I think God. also overall, I don't think it's that I'm necessarily elitist. Okay, this, maybe this goes hand in hand. You can decide for okay. yourselves. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm definitely judgmental, but I'm judgmental oh, yeah. because I know my morals, I know my values, and I know when people don't do the same things that I would do that I deem would actually be the good thing to do and people don't do that, that deeply disturbs me whether i have anything to do with the situation or not it really does i've never had words for it but yes so yes those three rules that was the household i grew up in and so that's why i don't throw hissy fits i just i mean sure i'm ranting about an issue now (laughs) but but this is as hissy fitty as you get this is this is all secret and confidential, hidden in pizzeria terms, mm-hmm. on a chat box that podcast. That someday we'll be able to reveal. That few people will listen to. Jeez. Very cool. Okay, we gotta end this. Yeah, it's a long chit chat box. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Hope you made it this far. Uh, my name is Paula. <laughs> my name is Nate, and isn't this great? Wow. All right, well, thanks for tuning in. Ciao.